Hello, Mike here. Okay, so before we start the episode, I should probably let you know a few things. First one is that unfortunately I no longer have Adobe Audition. So I'm now editing using Reaper. So apologies if the sounds changed a little bit, uh, just trying to get to grips with the, uh, the new editing software. Also, you'll notice that this episode was recorded in the least conducive uh, environment to a good recording ever created by man, uh, the middle of a beer festival under a tree. Uh, to further complicate matters, I took my very nice field microphone and then plugged some rather cheap lavaliers into it for Ben and Allard. So you'll notice that when they talk, there's a little bit of extra background sound. Sorry about that. Still, I think it's come out as a really good episode and I hope you enjoy it. And with expectations set somewhere around the middle, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a group of friends get together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Mike, I'm currently drinking some Wilco's own uh, sparkling spring water, lemon and lime flavour, and joining me today we have... I'm Alid and I'm drinking a still Scottish mountain water by Sainsbury's. And uh, I'm Ben Laver Griffiths and uh, I'm drinking a Blue Moon. It's... Um going to be very nice. I've just opened it, so obviously haven't drunk it yet, but I know it from old, so yes. I mean, do you want to have a live taste for us, just to really add to the tension? So people don't think we just like put an effect over the top of the episode. <laughs> Gross. Wheaty, orangey, coriandery, lovely. And we're also joined today by Ben's other half, Faye. Hello. What are you drinking, Faye? Um, oh, like really cheap gin and tonic. It's quite nice though, it's alright. And we are coming to you live, well, live for us, uh, in the past, if you're listening to this when it actually goes out, just like Back to the Future, because um, that's time travel. Um, we are coming to you live-ish from the Frusta Beer Festival 2019. It's the 40th anniversary festival, and this is day two. Uh, Woo! As you can tell, we're all full of beans, because <laughs> this is day two, and night one, I mean, we're in our 30s now. It's heavy for a 30-year-old's night. I think our teenage selves would just be getting started. Um, our younger university selves would have um, picked up a lot more momentum. Uh, but yeah, it was a really good night. Um, and we've all had a massive amount of falafel for our, oh, for our lunch. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, we've all had loads of falafel for our lunch. Um, so we're all feeling revived. And we're going to record a quick podcast and then we're going to dive back in. So we thought it would be appropriate for today's theme to be Escape the Beer Festival. I won't be doing it this week. We're trapped in a beer festival because this week we're actually in a beer festival. We've got some locations which Faye's going to pluck out of a hat for us. Metaphorical hat. We don't have a hat. Oh, I do have Yes, you do have a hat. Where's your hat? Oh, shit, where is my hat? I think my hat's in the tent. It totally isn't on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure I'd gone on them for a second. So what's going to happen is um, we're going to work out some order amongst ourselves. Then Faye is going to pick a location for that person. That person then has 10 minutes to make up a puzzle. After those 10 minutes have elapsed, the others will have to try and solve it. And they'll acquire... I suppose we won't be after keys today, will we? What will we be after? Tokens. Beer tokens. Beer tokens. Oh, this is a, sorry, there's a... For our international listeners who may not understand how English beer festivals work, there is a meta-economy uh, slash meta-currency that runs uh, at beer festivals where they, they run, off, uh, run off of tokens. So, yeah, we're going to be uh, collecting uh, deliciously named tokens um, as we go through in order to purchase the beer that will keep us alive later. Uh, and keep us going all the way through to delicious pizza because there's an amazing pizza. Mm, pizza. And yet more falafel wrap. And more falafel wrap. We yeah. bought two falafel wraps each because they're so amazing. Uh, hashtag funky falafel Stroud uh, Saturday Market. Is that a hashtag? No, shout out. Hashtag's the other thing that young people do. Um, and the grams, which Ben did, ben did an Instagram yesterday. We we're very proud of him. If you want to see our uh, 
Gleaming mugs. Gleaming mugs, that was it, wasn't it? If you want to see our gleaming mugs, we, uh, we posted a little video on Instagram of the three of us uh, introducing what we were drinking at the time. So yes, check that out. Uh, we also spent a lot of last night re reviewing the beers that we were drinking, so we'll probably put that out somewhere as well. Um, if you like hearing people getting increasingly <laughs> less good at describing the beer that they're drinking, uh, slash cider, in the case of me and Alad halfway through. Anyway, let's crack on. Okay, so over to Faye now, who's going to pick our location for the first puzzle. So for the first puzzle, you have the Portaloos, which are very, very nice at this festival. It has to be said, they are, a, you know, good quality. And Alad's jumped in with the Portaloos. Straight away as well. Straight away. He's got 10 minutes to come up with a puzzle, and his time starts now. Alad's two minutes into his time. He's not moved, and his eyes are shut. He is ruminating massively on this puzzle, or asleep. Oh, eyes just opened. Ruminating. By the way, if you're wondering what the background noise is in this, um, half of the background noise is the Frosted Beer Festival. The other background noise is because it's about 400 degrees out. Uh, so we're sheltering in the shade of a lovely big tree. Um, so you can hear a lovely rustling and crinkly in the background. That's this lovely big tree. Uh, what kind of tree is it? A uh, big one. Okay, it's been just about seven minutes and Alad informs us that he's ready. So you walk into the porter cabin. It's very portaloo. Port Sorry, simple thing, isn't it? We try again. <laughs> Edit. Just shit in a porter cabin. <laughs> this construction site. Oh, I thought it was all the same. Does your book not have a desk in it? It's unhygienic. <laughs> Those year fives. <laughs> Definitely boost productivity. <laughs> you walk into the portaloo. It's very dimly lit. Some of the LED lighting is out. In front of you, you can see, to the right, there are two sinks, one of which is blocked with toilet paper. To your left is a urinal, and there is a door to a cubicle. The cubicle seems to be in darkness. What would you like to look at? I suppose, first of all, could we have a quick look around? Is there a light switch that we can see? There is no light switch. By the door, there is a soap dispenser on the wall. Okay. I already want to cover myself in soap, based on the fact that the sink is filled with toilet paper. Was it toilet paper that was filling the sink, that was blocking the sink? It was. Oh, used or fresh? Fresh. Um, and, and presumably it's not just, like, blocked up, but the sink is full of water. No, it is just paper in it. Oh, in that case then, could we um, start to remove some of the paper from the sink? You can. Where would you like to put it? I'm just thinking on the floor, to be honest. OK. You've not mentioned a bin? No, there's no bin. I'm, I'm thinking just... No, actually, no. So the, the sink, is it, like, built into a counter? It is. OK, right. Don't put it on the floor. Let's put just kind of pile it up in the corner of the counter. Sure. So you take all the toilet paper out of the sink and you pile it up on the counter. Fab. OK. Um, Are we done? <laughs> uh, OK, so that doesn't seem to have... I don't know. I'm not sure what that would have triggered. We're in a nicer bathroom now, I suppose. Um, and we can both clean our hands at once as opposed Absolutely. to having to take turns. Um... Can we take a look at the dark cubicle? You can. So you open the door to the cubicle. Inside is the toilet. It has not been cleaned. There is a mountain of excrement coming out of the seat, on top of which is a cup. <laughs> this feels somewhat autobiographical. Yeah, that's... Alan told us a story about this just this morning. Alan, do you want to relay the story real quick? Download Festival. Portaloos are not great. Um, okay. I am thinking that we probably ought to... The cup, do, does it look like we could move the cup without getting shit on ourselves? 
it looks as though if you were very careful, you could, yes. Ben? <laughs> Old steady hands lavery, they call him in these parts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, lift the cup on the pile of poo. Well done, you've now lifted the cup. You have a cup. Fab. Do, 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 do. Can I kind of lunge it at Mike? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you like. I mean, the bottom I... of it is covered in... Hmm. Okay, so I think we need some soap because Ben's just handled a pooey cup. And, like, I don't know how it works, but I guess poo gas is probably, like, poisonous or something. Yeah. Like poo particulate. So can we have a look at this soap dispenser? Can we give it a good old soapy squidge? So we can sure. So upon inspection of the soap dispenser, you notice that someone has written a note on toilet paper and Stella taped it to it. Toilet note. And it says, no soap until everything's clean. Ah. Okay, so we have to clean everything up somehow. Can we, can we flush the pooey toilet? You try. It doesn't move. Uh, oh, oh, golly. So, could we... Um, yeah, yeah, Faye's just made a, a horrible motion. You may have to use the cup. <laughs> oh. Two guys, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's the episode title. <laughs> so, I think what we'll do first is we'll take the cup over to the sink and just give it a bit of a... Bit of a wash off, I think. We're going to give the cup a wash for sticking, for using it as a shit shovel. <laughs> but, but there's poo on the bottom, and that's probably where our hands are going to be in a minute. Oh, I assumed that the poo was on like. That's what I assumed as well. But then Alan said there was poo on the bottom. Yeah, let's it. just give the they'll give the whole cup a rinse. Good shit. So we're going to give it a bit of a wash, and then I think uh, let's start shoveling shit. <laughs> I guess it does. The sink run. The sink does run. I guess we're going to have to start shoveling shit into the sink and kind of like flushing it down the puddle. Hot water running and just down. Sorry? It. There's only one toilet. Yeah, there's only one toilet cubicle. Although I suppose just quickly, before we do any of this, we should probably just very uh, quickly inspect the urinal. Is there anything remarkable about that? Nothing at all. Is it one of those ones that's constantly sort of semi-flushing? No, it's one of these ones that is waterless and has a whiff-away system in it. A whiff-away system? It's a thing that it doesn't... The water goes through it to rinse it, it just takes the smell away. Are the systems are available? Yes. I was wondering if that if Whiffaway was like what those um, like tablet cake thing you put in. No, were. they're just toilet cakes, funeral cakes, aren't they? Yeah. Not, you not edible. Funeral cakes. Funeral cakes. <laughs> <laughs> smells like a funeral. Okay, so let's start shoveling. I'd, I'd say let's start shoveling shit into the sink. Yeah, I, I think so. Run, run the hot tap and just. Oh god, that's going to smell medieval. Um, yeah, run the hot tap and start shoveling cupfuls of shit down the sink. Sure. So you start shoveling the shit using your plastic cup. Good, thank goodness it's plastic, not paper. Because that would be dire. It's all right. It's, it's not single use. <laughs> not now, no. <laughs> <laughs> After you get about halfway through, the sink starts to fill up. All of a sudden, you realise that you're going to have to start physically shoving it down the sink because the water isn't enough. Well, I've got the cup. That's a good point. That looks real heavy. Um, <laughs> do you want a hand, hand two in that, Ben? Yeah, if you could use your hands. <laughs> OK. Um, so I, ha- I have, using my hand and a bin bag... Uh, unblocked a toilet for a person that I loved in the past who will remain nameless. You haven't got a bin bag this time, Mike. I don't. Is there anything... I mean, there's big wads of toilet paper. I suppose I could use it as a kind of temporary barrier. Mm, you could. In fact, can I soak Can I soak the toilet... Pa- oh, there's no soap being dispensed. Piss. Well, I guess I'll just have to hope for some soap at the other end of it. Can I take off my trousers and use... No, my trousers aren't a barrier. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I'll just, I'll just use my mittens. I'll just use my hands. Oh fuck! I've got feet. I'll stomp it. I'll use a waffle stomp it down the sink. Yeah, I mean I'm wearing flip flops at the moment, which isn't ideal. Um, 
but I guess I could use flip-flops to, um, to like start waffle stomping it um, down the drain. Sure, so uh, like you jump on top of the sink and start stepping in it to uh, help force it through. Between a combination of running water and you stepping in it continually and Ben shoveling it from the toilet into the sink, you clear the toilet. Now the toilet is empty and the sink is empty. Are we able to flush the toilet? You are. Uh, flush ooh, the toilet. We can put the toilet paper down into the, the toilet. Sink. Down the toilet, yes. Yeah, not, no, down the sink was the problem <laughs> with it in the first place. Um, yeah, can we give the sink a rinse with hot water and then flush the toilet paper? In three batches because we don't want to block it. Exactly. And some of us have already stomped enough stuff down the drains today. <laughs> Very well. You stick the toilet paper down the toilet and flush it. The toilet paper's all gone. You clean the sink out. Sink is clean. I think everything's clean then. Can we go to the soap dispenser and try and dispense some soap? You can. Nothing happens. But we haven't touched the urinal. I'm trying to think of things that might still be dirty in the, uh, the bathroom. Your feet. <laughs> <laughs> can I wash my feet in, in the sink? If you can reach. Um, I mean, he did get his feet in the sink before. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, for all you know, I might still be standing in it. <laughs> cool. So you've washed your feet, Mike. Your feet are now clean. And back to the soap dispenser. You push the soap dispenser and a token falls out. You have found the turd token. <laughs> hey. You have solved my puzzle. Fantastic. Alad, fantastic on the spotter, mate. That is, that is from a man who goes, oh shit, I'm recording in five minutes every week. And has trained his brain. <laughs> Better have a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I could spend five minutes uh, thinking about a puzzle. Or, clear wine. <laughs> With the two tokens in hand, you return to the entrance of the festival. Okay, so we are at the entrance of the beer festival. Faye, what is our next location? So your next location is the St. John's Ambulance Tent. There are already a couple of people looking like they may need to visit it soon. St John's Ambulance Tent. Who wants it? I'll go for it. Ben looks like he doesn't want it. Okay, so I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to come up with a puzzle for the St John's Ambulance Tent. Unfortunately, Al had set the bar really high to start. So, uh, yeah. I guess if you were to stop listening to the podcast at any point, it would be just before my puzzle. See ya! Okay, so 10 minutes has elapsed. Actually, shit, yeah. Was that nine minutes? Yeah, so nearly 10 minutes elapsed. Um, Al had came up with his in less than seven, to be honest, because he spent half it chatting with us. Um, and I, however, spent ages having to have a proper ruminate. Um, anyway. So, you step through the entrance, and the very first thing you see to your immediate right is St John's Ambulance. I'm just trying to think, is St John's Ambulance like an ambulance or a tent? Well, it's a tent. It's okay, a tent. so you step through into the St John's Ambulance tent. Uh, within the tent, you see a large ambulance. One entire um, panel of the van element of the ambulance is, uh, is made of stained glass and the back of the ambulance is open. What would you like to do? Could we have a look at the stained glass please? What could you describe it to us? Sure thing. So the stained glass um, shows uh, St John himself, the patron saint of recreational accidents and he is anointing a poorly person with holy water. Inspecting the stained glass, you can also see there's actually a, uh, a fragment of, uh, of book page sellotaped to it. The fragment reads, Amen. And how's that spelled? Uh, A-M-E-N. Can we um, have a little look inside the back of the ambulance? Sure thing. You look inside the back of St John's Ambulance's ambulance. 
um, and in there is cupboards are glass fronted and the drawers are there. Can we look inside the drawers? You certainly can. You rummage through the drawers, you find the kind of uh, paraphernalia you'd expect to see in a holy ambulance, uh, mostly sort of needles, hacksaws and crucifixes. Uh, you also, when rummaging through the drawers, find uh, another scrap of paper sellotaped to one of the hacksaws. It reads, Hallowed be thine stomach pump. Was there a stomach pump in the drawers? There was not. Okay. What about on the gurney? So on the gurney is the young lady who's had too much to drink. Um, Underneath her? Um, well, it's, so uh, taking a closer look at the young lady who's had too much to drink, uh, you can see that she, um, she appears to be a lady mostly made of ham. In that, you know, those ladies who have too much to drink at two o'clock on a beer festival, like, you know, one hour in, they're always made of ham. Um, not like actually made of ham, but you know those people who look like they're made from ham? That's what she looks like. No. Oh, okay. It's just me then. Golly, it's windy. I hope you people at home aren't listening to this, this wind. Um, anyway, sorry. Yes. So she's, uh, she's a little bit worse. She's completely unconscious. Um, you can see uh, that her fists are clutched. Bloody hell. <laughs> Podcasting it blown away. You can see that her fists are clutched tight and the corner of a token uh, can be seen in one of her fists. Okay. Can I tickle her to get her to release the scrap of token? You tickle her. She is completely unresponsive. She's been on the... What was that terrible cider you drank last night? Rose and pomegranate. She was on the rose and pomegranate cider, um, and it's caused permanent neurological damage. Understandable, understandable. Can we say hello to her? Certainly. You've, you've greeted the unconscious lady on the gurney. She continues to be unresponsive. I didn't discuss hallowed BR stomach pump. <laughs> so the cupboards are glass fronted? Correct. And are there things in them? Uh, there are. You can actually see that there are large quantities of holy water. Oh, okay then. There are large quantities of holy water within the cupboards. Uh, the cupboards are unfortunately locked with a large lock with what appears to be a microphone on them. Ben, if I recall, there was no mention of a deposit this time, was there? There was not. <laughs> Perfect. Right. <laughs> Mike's just looking at me going, darn it. Although Mike did say he was going to re-record the intro. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. Once it's done, it's done. Right, smash the glass. Certainly, Alad, you, um, you punch the glass as hard as you can. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say I was going to use my fist to do it. Okay. You use... Ben's shoe? I, I'm going to use the saw. Certainly. You use the saw to uh, attack the glass. Um, the glass cracks. It's got those little bits of wire in it, though, so the glass just fractures. You know that kind of that yeah, fire? Yeah, that's that... absolutely fine. I can hack through that with the hacksaw. Can I do that, please? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, it's my fault for including a hacksaw in the puzzle, really. Um, <laughs> certainly. So you hack through the reinforced wire-tempered glass uh, with the hacksaw, causing lots of damage to a charitable organization's uh, precious mobile church ambulance and you have gained access to the bottles of holy water it just if we were going to go to this, these lengths why don't we just cut the lady's wrist off <laughs> or hand off at the wrist <laughs> i mean <laughs> wow i took a turn i think that's like that's beyond losing your deposit that's like calling the police uh, we've done similar things in other puzzles here we have it's not that's not untrue is it <laughs> yeah, that was corpses Benjamin. No. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, we've only ever, we've never blown up a live person on the podcast. Okay. Only bodies. Yeah. You're crossing the line now, Ben. Sorry. 
Anyway, now that we've got the holy water, can I try sprinkling a little bit on the lady? You can. As you sprinkle a little bit on the lady, you see her very, very, very slightly start to stir. Cool. Can I pour the rest of the bottle on her? You certainly can. You pour the entire bottle of holy water onto the young lady and her body starts going under powerful convulsions. Cool. Um, as, as all the evil leaves her at once and God's good grace and will uh, purifies all the nasty alcohol from her. And she's sick everywhere at the same time as well. And her head rotates 360 degrees. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Ben, in this particular case, you'll be the old priest. Now it'll be the young priest. And, you know, you're doing a, you're doing a cracking job. Um, anyway, once the, uh, <laughs> the convulsion, once the convulsions and the head rotations uh, and the vomiting stops, you see that her grasp has slackened somewhat around the corner of the token and it falls to the ground. Congratulations, you have found the Sokin token. <laughs> and you have solved my puzzle. You've also bypassed a huge part of it, which was that there you were going to be finding bits of, bits of a prayer. Oh. Uh, wow. So that, that cupboard was locked with a padlock with a microphone on it. Inspecting the padlock with the microphone, you would have seen that it was a, a god lock, access for pious, access only for the speakers of pious words. Uh, you would have found another bit of the um, the prayer, uh, and then you would have had to work out what order the components went in. So it would have been uh, our saint, our saint who art in ambulance, hallowed be thine stomach pump, amen. Uh, oh. That would have been the thing, and you could have anointed her, but you instantly saw straight to the, the crux of it, and I very stupidly said there were hacksaws and hammers. And you left a massive loophole. Did, did. I exploited it, I mean... This is why we start every episode with, um, yeah, if we break anything, we'll lose our deposit. Oh, I forgot. So, fuck the deposit. And poor St. John's Ambulance, they do a lot of good work. But it's okay, they can just get more donations to cover the cost. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, so um, if you want, there'll be actually be a link to St. John's Ambulance in the show notes of this episode. <laughs> if you would like to make a donation on Alad's behalf for... Um, to cover the cost of the ambulance. The cost. Anyway, with the soak and token in hand, you turn around, you leave the vomit and head-strewn ambulance, um, step out of the uh, St. John's Ambulance tent, and you are inside the entrance of the beer festival. Okay, Faye, where are we going next? Okay, so the last location is actually the storage room for the empty beer barrels. Now, who wants to volunteer for that one, Ben? (laughs) I bet that will be my puzzle. (laughs) Okay, so Ben has ten minutes to come up with a puzzle for that. His time starts now. Five minutes have elapsed and Ben has disappeared um, to think of his puzzle. He was very, very worried about it, but we have been joined by lots of other Frista regulars. We've all sat around us and they're going to heckle as we go along. They're going to heckle Ben because Ben's gone last. We've all done our puzzles. Okay, so Ben's returned at 10 minutes on the dot, looking very nervous. Not It's just because he left and there was nobody and now he's got lots of people around him who are all looking to him for entertainment. Indeed, indeed. Okay, so Ben, take it away. Okay, so you walk into the... What was the room called again? The, the used barrel? Yes, the used barrel storage room. You walk into, into said room and in front of you is a small carousel with five presumably empty bottles. Not bottles, barrels <laughs> stored on it. <laughs> um, other than that, the room appears to be fairly empty. Okay. Um, this carousel, is it like a rotating carousel? Um, it looks like it would rotate. Okay, but like carousel, like you would ride, or carousel like, like a, a lazy Susan, like I mean, a lazy more Susan, like a lazy egg. Susan. Okay, so it's not going to be a puzzle where Alan and I ride a keg each or something. I, I you, you could give it a go if you fancied. Maybe a bit. 
Can we take a look at the kegs? Uh, of course, yes. Yeah. So there are five kegs. Um, on each keg there is uh, the name of the brewery that, uh, that brewed the beer that was in said keg. Um, I presume you'd like to know the, the, the brewer, brewery names? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So you have Envoy. Keel. Keel. Turner's and Newland. Turner's and Newland. Okay. Is there anything else we can see on the barrels, Ben? Uh, nothing at all, no. I mean, there's some regulatory markings, but um, you can make them up for yourself. Okay. Are we able to open any of them? Uh, you can take the lids off if you fancy. Can I take the lid off the Envoy one? You can indeed. Uh, the sweet smell of beer wafts out of the top of the barrel and you can see residual beer left in the bottom of it. Hmm. Can we, can we sample a bit? Uh, you can. It's, it's sort of yeasty and a bit grainy. Ew. It's very much the dregs. <laughs> okay. Um, what about the... Can we lift the top of the orangutan as well? Of course. Uh, basically the same. Okay. And I'm guessing if we were to lift the top of the keel, the turners and the Newland, we'd... Uh, very much the same, yes. Yeah. So all ever so slightly differently smelling and differently tasting, but effectively yeasty and grainy. Okay. Can we take the kegs off the Lazy Susan slash carousel? You can indeed. It takes both of you, because they are rather heavy, but you can both lift a, a keg off. You'd like to take them all off? Yeah. Uh, no. Let's take one off first and see what happens. Yeah. Um, so, so nothing appears to happen when you take one barrel off. Well, we should probably take two barrels off. And nothing appears to happen. Uh, we haven't tried spinning the carousel yet. We haven't yet. No, let's uh, yeah, let's give the, the carousel a spin. Let's Kate, let's give it a spin. Let's give it a spin. You uh, spin the carousel round and round and round it goes. Where will it stop? Nobody knows. Well, in the middle of the room, where it's where it's sits, to be honest. But, uh... <laughs> but nothing else happens. <laughs> nothing else happens. Okay. Um... Well, should we just take all of the yeah, kegs might off? as well. Yeah, let's have, let's have um, all the kegs off the carousel. Cool. All the kegs are off the carousel. You can see the five imprints of where they were. Anything else to be seen on the surface of the carousel? No, I suppose that it should be noted that they're not just simply marks of where they were. There were little dimples for them to sit in, so they wouldn't sort of fall off too easily. Okay. Can we try spinning the carousel now that there's nothing on it? You're spinning the carousel? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Although, Mike, sit on it first. Yeah, actually, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> round and round the castle goes well we'll make stop nobody knows he uh, loses grip part way through and lands in the corner okay but nothing else happens hmm. I, is there any con- um, I'm wondering if there's any um, significance to the names of the uh, the names of the brewers Envoy Orangutan Keel Turners Newland now Turners you turn a carousel <laughs> he said striking for I was thinking more animals. Orangutan is a thingy. Newfound is a... Like a Newfoundland? Like yeah. A dog. Keel might be a type of breed or something. Turner's probably a boat. Envoy's probably an eagle. I should probably, should probably add for listeners that I, uh, I generally spend an appreciable amount of time Wikipedia-ing various topics, which I haven't done this week. Okay. So they could just be made up names. They could be made up names. I just, I want, I, the fact that there are brewers' names on these make me wonder if there's some sort of strange significance to what if we put the turner one back on then and try your theory yeah okay so let's put the turner keg back on and try spinning the um carousel so the uh, the carousel spins around and around and around it goes and eventually it stops okay and then what is there any significance to where the carousel stops is it um, no it appears to be somewhat random okay what's underneath the carousel 
Um, you can't quite see it. It's, it's quite dark. It's um, had decades probably of... Uh, not decades, because it was a beer festival. But it's certainly had some time of just guns just building up underneath. Okay. Um, what about on the undersides of the barrels? Is there anything to be seen on the undersides of the barrels? Uh, they look very much like the top of the barrel. Hmm. Although they've got, presumably, an indent so that they fit in the carousel. Uh, no, no, so the, um, the carousel has got, like, a, uh, a shallow... Um, Oh, right, they're grooved out. Yes. Okay. So I'm looking back at the brewer names then because I can't think of anything else that's going to um, do anything with these. Now, Ben normally puts like 400 props into his puzzles and then one of the props is a sneaky key. <laughs> Slightly uh, unnerving, perhaps. There's so yeah, there's so, little com- so few components. Which makes, First letter of every... Yeah, so we've got E-O-K-T-N. I'm trying to think of um, words that could make. So E-O-K-T... Token. Token, you're right. So if we arrange, rearrange the barrels in order... To spell out token. Oh, Alad, you are a clever goose today. This is because... So this is what Alad's like when he's not had a drink. <laughs> I know nobody on the podcast has ever heard this before. But this is, Alad is actually like... When he's not working at home base, he actually jobs down at Cardiff Hospital as a neurosurgeon because he's that sharp. Okay, so yeah, so let's put on then... Uh, in I Turner guess, first. Yeah, in clockwise order. The Turner's... Uh, then the orangutan, then the keel, then the envoy, and then the Newland. Fantastic, that's what you do. And as if by magic, the carousel starts spinning around and around and around. It goes, where will it stop? Nobody knows. (laughs) Out from the bottom of the carousel flies your beer token. And you've solved my puzzle. Hey, what's it called? called? The beer token. Oh, the beer token. Oh, wait, it's a beer token for beer. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, very good, mate. <laughs> good jump, Alad. Oh, I like that puzzle. Oh, we've all, why aren't our puzzles this good always? <laughs> oh, yeah, because we're normally, like, exhausted from work. <laughs> and drunk. And drunk. Ooh. And so, we take the beer token, the soaken token, and the turd token. We take them over to the little man who sits in front of the barrels with beer. We hand them over, and... <laughs> Unfortunately, all halves here cost four tokens. We've only got three. So I guess we can get a bag of crisps. Or a key ring. We can get a key ring for three tokens. We can get a key ring for three tokens. Yes. Oh, shit, key ring. Yes. So, rather than buying a half of beer, we instead get the key ring, um, which, which we can then use to unlock the bar, get behind it, and drink all the beer. Sounds good to me. Which yeah, is what we're going to do right after we finish this recording, is go and have a lovely, lovely beer. Cool. And thank you very much to Faye for, uh, for giving us the, uh, the locations for this puzzle. That's right. <laughs> Faye wasn't sure what to say there. I wasn't sure I wanted Faye to say there either. Just passed the microphone to her and she looked bewildered. So, thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can also glance at our gleaming mugs on the Twitters and the Instagrams um, at tier underscore podcast. At tier underscore podcast. At tier underscore podcast. Um, or get in touch via Facebook, where it's The Infinite Escape Room. Um, or, you know, any of the other. You can see us on the street and say hello. Um, <laughs> don't know what we look like unless you've got the Instagrams. Um, but if you hear our voices, we'd, we'd love to... Words. Dither, dither. Man, this is why you just usually have a script. Um, we love you long time, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. Ta-da. Bye.